What's up, y'all? It's your girl Lex P. And it's your girl Dre and Nicole. And we are back with another episode of Wine Down Wednesday. As y'all can see, we still got the glasses. We ain't broke nothing yet. Because I decided that we only going to drink out of these. Well, I'm only going to drink out of mine on Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. All of the other days, I'll be using the champagne glasses. <laughs> she going to stick to what she knows. Yeah, because in case I break one of them, I don't care. I know. And these are so good. I can't believe but my these, mom- I'm not going to lie, though. I do feel like even if I was to drink out of this one every day, it mm-hmm. still probably wouldn't break just because this is really thick glass. And it got that good wine glass. Yeah, like I noticed in comparison to the other wine glass I have. Right, right, right. So, first of all, let me apologize because I know it's not Wednesday. It's, it's Thursday. It's really wind down Thursday, but we had a lot, a lot going on yesterday, so just bear with Ooh, us child, here. y'all knew about the day I had. Ooh, it, it was just a lot. So, but we here now. Y'all know we never gonna leave y'all hanging. Right. So, let's just start off. Of course, y'all know what we're about to talk about, what everybody is talking about. The R. Kelly documentary, Surviving oh. R. Kelly. Oh, God. So. It was a lot. It was, it was just a lot to unpack. So, my biggest thing here is everybody that's defending R. Kelly as far as saying, y'all been new. Y'all knew what was up. This is nothing new. First of all, when a lot of this stuff were going on, was going on, we were very young. We were like, but some people were like, most of the people that are grown now and understand what's going on are between where they were between the ages of about seven to 13. Right. So it's like, you cannot say we knew what was going on. This is the first time I can honestly say in my life that I ever saw proof that he was actually married to Aaliyah. Cause I always just thought that was like industry. He say, she say stuff. Yeah. It was the first time I ever actually saw like little steals from the sex tape. I never looked up the sex tape. I was young when the sex tape came out. And then when I became of age, I was never just like, oh, you know what? I remember that sex tape that dropped when I was younger. Let me go see I've what it looked like. I've never seen the sex tape. I've never seen it. I just saw the pictures of, you know, not the pictures, but, you know, the little clips they were showing on the documentary. I never saw it, but that was the most I've ever seen from it. Yeah, I've never seen it. Right. So I know a lot of people were saying that they actually remember seeing the sex I've, tape. I mean, I, we were so, how, how could y'all have possibly seen that sex tape? We were so young when it came out. You know, people was up there Googling shit on their AOL account. So, um, I will, I will say this. I did get into my actual first argument about it because me and Drea went to the club and the DJ starts playing R. Kelly and he was like, that's what's wrong with black people now. No. What's wrong with black people is sometimes we make things a race issue when it's not a fucking race issue. That's our problem. This has nothing with, to do with him being a black man or always trying to tear a black man down. No, he's disgusting. Just like some of these white men are disgusting. Just like some of these Mexican men are disgusting. This is not a race issue. This is about women and women and little girls being raped and nobody caring about it because of who he was and because he was paying people off. So I feel like, yes, R. Kelly is amazing. He's a legend. He's talented. I will never take that away from him. But trust me, baby girl, I'm not going to die if I never hear Bump and Grind no more now that I know he was singing it about a fucking 12-year-old. That's how I feel about it. How do you feel? What? What? Did, how did you feel about the documentary? 
Like, um, I just thought it was very sickening. I mean, and very disturbing to know that he was dating so many underage girls. I mean, you know, allegedly we had always heard that he liked girls that were underage, but to see so many girls coming forward saying like, oh yeah, I started dating him when I was 14. Oh yeah, I started dating him when I was 16, 17. And this is a 31 year old, 32 year old man at the time. That's just disgusting. It's right. Like all these grown ass women with grown ass pussies out here. Right. And who who will willingly throw that shit at you because you're R. Kelly and you wanna go fuck with minors? Like it was just crazy to me. It really was. And then even like with his wife coming forward saying all of like the mental and physical abuse she went through while being in a relationship with him all of those years and like how now she really don't even let her kids come around him. Like that shit is really, really crazy. It's really crazy. And then I do wanna say, because it was revealed in the documentary that he was Then um, he had sex slaves and shit. And you right. had to ask him, could you leave out the restroom? He used to make them pee in buckets. Child, I was just watching that shit like, wow. So the thing, I couldn't imagine. But more so, I'm not going to lie. Some of them hoes was just dumb. Right. <laughs> well, I'm going to get to that in a second. But Let's we- just keep it 100. Right. Because y'all know, you know, I, I'm i going to sympathize with them. But to a certain extent, because some of them was just being dumb. Right. Ain't no nigga about to hold me in a motherfucking house against my own will. Well, let me, me well, in a well, but for, in a first, mansion. let me say this. First, let me say this. The thing that people are using to defend him is like, oh, nobody wants to talk about the fact that he was molested when he was younger. Yes, he was molested. And that should not be ignored. But that's not an excuse. Okay. So my thing is, not only did you have the resources, but you had the money to get help. If you you felt, if you had a weird relationship with sex to where you were feeling weird urges and you felt like you needed to talk to somebody or you needed therapy, you had the money and the resources to get help. So that's not an excuse for me. Now, moving forward as to what you were saying, as far as the older women, baby girl, you 33 years old. I may get in trouble for this and people may feel some type of way, but I'm just being real. You knew better. You knew better. You, this was after his whole trial. You were probably what? 23, 24 when the trial was going on, baby girl, you knew better. I have no sympathy for no grown woman. You wanted that. You wanted the and attention. And then talking about you was stuck in the house against your will. I mean, what was going to happen if you would have tried to leave? I'm just curious. Right. Like, he's not killing anybody for what we know. Well, we did hear that he was putting hits out on people. So I'm not going to lie. As far as the uh, the Clary girl, I, I can't remember how to pronounce her name. Azuri or something like that. Azriel. As, yeah, Azriel. I'm going to be honest, and I, I don't like to speak negatively. But well, I don't. I'm not, but I just, I don't feel, I feel like something happened to where she's not communicating, whether, I don't know. I mean, I feel like she's brainwashed. We obviously well, not only, but all not, no, 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 no. saying they testimonies and they were saying like basically they was brainwashed. No, 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 no. But that's the difference. She has not been seen in three years. Nobody's even seen her. We've seen Joyce Her Lynch. family hasn't No, seen nobody's seen her. She hasn't even been photographed. We, They have all the pictures of everybody whose their, their daughters are missing. They've seen them like on TMZ or walking around with him in the background. Nobody has even seen this girl, bro. That's why I said what I said. Not only has she not been seen by her family, like nobody has spotted her in the background of pictures or anything. Like she is completely missing. So my theory was that, you know, he used to lock them up and tie them to the bed and starve them. I'm thinking when he was doing, he probably was doing something like that to her and something went wrong. That's a possibility. Cause I just feel like 
You everybody else is front row at his concerts. Child, I wish a nigga would tie me up to a bed and try to starve me. Girl. Cause one thing I need to do is eat every day. <laughs> like he would have me so I just think now I do believe Stockholm syndrome is real. You know, for the people who don't know what that is, it's basically when you're being held captive and you fall in love or you have a strong feeling towards the person who has kidnapped you or is keeping you, holding you hostage. That is very real. I can, I can believe. Yeah, I can believe that. But I feel like he preys on obviously weak women. And not only that, let me make this clear. There was one good parent on that documentary, the lady Michelle. Yeah. Only good parent. That man, was it um, Azriel's dad was sitting up there saying, yeah, he knows not to bring Azriel out because he know he going to have to deal with me. No, sir. Wait, man, R. Kelly is not saying. R. Kelly is not. That's why. And you know what? R. Kelly not only preys on weak girls, he preys on weak parents. Okay? Y'all sat up there and y'all signed a document to let her go on tour with a 30-something-year-old man at, under at 17 years old. Talk about he going to make sure she go to school and stuff. And y'all sign for that. My mama would have never, never signed for no shit like that. Me being 17, my mama would have been like, no, I'm going to make sure she go to school because I'm her goddamn mama. Right. The only way I would have been. she can go on tour with you when she gets of age. Of age. She chooses. And even, even the only way my mom would allow me to go on tour is if the whole family was coming. But you know Baby, it would have been a family affair. But you know talked about this too you know and not to sound insensitive or anything like that but you know money and opportunity controls a lot of people a lot decisions you know what i mean and people don't make the smartest decisions when money and opportunity is involved and i hate to say that i would hate to put that on anybody's parents and say oh they will put them in harm's way for the opportunity for the child to become famous or to for the family to make some money but i'm not gonna lie i feel like a lot of these parents some of the parents that were on the documentary went against their better judgment in letting their kids be around him or in uh what's her name the one that did the song sparkle or in sparkle case letting her niece be around our kids she went against her better judgment and she knew that that wasn't a good decision but they did it anyways just because of the money and the fame. Right, and I will say this. And that's I'm fucked not, up I'm because not, I don't have kids yet, but I can only imagine once I get pregnant and once I have a kid, like I'm going to want to protect my child with everything in me. Right, so and my thing is, Andrea, his his wife, she, now I do believe Ooh, that she was, gotta be I do believe she was a victim as well, but I'll also say this. There is no way in hell you were upstairs and you did not know what was going on on the floor under you. In your goddamn house. You sat up there. Oh, I didn't know. Baby, you knew. You knew. Now, I'm not well, saying I'm that. I'm not going to say she knew exactly what was going on. But I'm going to say she knew something funny. She knew. What's going on with her man. Ain't no I way don't care. I in do. the same house. Ain't no way you living in the same house with somebody and all that activity is going on and you don't know shit about it. And this is how you I was probably putting a blind eye to it. Like every, everybody else was putting but, a blind eye around it. His bodyguards were fetching these women for him. His assistants were fed. Not let me take that back. His, his tour manager said right. he signed for him and Aaliyah to get married. Right, and not, and excuse me, let me correct myself. Not signing these women, signing off these girls. Fetching these girls for him, okay? Everybody around him was enabling, enabling him. Sparkle, 
You as well. You thought that you was about to have a career like Aaliyah and he was going to do for you what he did for Aaliyah. You knew what was going on, but you didn't think it would blow up like that. And I do feel and that... And she probably didn't think that her niece was going to get right. right. And I did, and I feel like you are regretful now and you do feel bad now, but I feel like it's guilt because you know what you did. You know what you did and you know what you saw when you walked in that studio. And wait a minute, didn't they say that... The her, her um her niece still with him. Oh baby, the niece is the den mother now. She's training the girl. She's been there for years. That girl is probably in her thirties now. She's in her thirties now, and she's still with him. So imagine how brainwashed she is. And let me tell y'all, now during this time, R. Kelly had money, but he don't pay so many people off. He don't even have money at this point. They so these, these girls aren't getting trips and bags. They are literally brainwashed. Now, I was talking to somebody about this and I said, you know, y'all remember Taz's Angels? You remember yeah. Taz? Now, Taz's Angels was kind of like a little sex trafficking thing as well. Like, it was basically one guy and he had girls he used to pimp out or whatever it like was that. sex trafficking? I mean, sex trafficking is selling. That's sex trafficking. You're selling somebody for sex. That's sex trafficking. If y'all are traveling around, that's sex trap. That's sex trafficking. Well, maybe y'all just be looking at shit because we from the south, like that's sex trafficking. No, I mean, but that's the definition of sex trafficking. Mm, So pimping in my definition. So basically, but these girls, they going overseas. They traveling. They hosting parties. They having fun. So not saying that that's right, but I'm saying. People look at Taz's angels like, oh, they living their best life. They living in this nice mansion. They getting bags, shoes, and this and that. R. Kelly, R. Kelly's girls. Who was ever looking at Taz's angels like a that? A lot of nobody people. that I knew. Well, nobody that you knew, but I'm, I'm talking was about. Was ever looking at them and thought that shit was lit. I Everybody mean. Everybody was like, what the fuck? They some hoes who getting pimped. Right, but you can't speak. You speak for you and what you. I'm talking about what I used to see. And you what knew the con- people that used to say that? I know people that be like, man. I want to travel with my girls traveling the world and you ain't got to worry about shit. Yes, I would hear people say that. That was when I was working in the strip club. But that's maybe because they didn't really know what was going on. Exactly, but this is all I'm trying to say. With the Taz's Angels, you know, at least they were, you know, getting a little money and benefits from the situation. These girls, R. Kelly ain't even got no money. Y'all not even traveling, having fun, doing stuff like, well, and I'm it not matter if they would. I mean, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that, but what I'm saying is for the people who are saying they're only doing it for money, they're not doing it for money is what I'm the point I'm trying to get at. The money's not there. He has no money. He's worth a million dollars. If that, from what we know, his house is, he lost his house. It went in foreclosure. The house that he used to have out here on John's Creek gone. I don't know where he living at. He went to Houston for like a month and everybody in, the, in Houston was so fucking happy. He's probably but living in some hotel. Yeah, I feel like that's what he's kind of doing is like bouncing from hotel to hotel. Like, but honestly, yeah, he probably still got at least probably one residence, probably in Chicago or something. Yeah, you know what? I think he probably does have a house in I'm Chicago. I'm sure. Ain't no way you have all of that money and you don't have at least one house that you actually own. I don't believe that. That somebody who once had like $150 million don't have at least one piece of property that they own. You think he owns it? Yes. I don't. 
If, I mean, I'm going to be honest. If he doesn't own not one property, he's an idiot. And everybody around him is an idiot. Well, we already know that. Including his <laughs> accountants and everything. No, but I'm... But we're... Okay, you saying he an idiot because of the shit he was doing. Just because he's stupid with his personal decisions doesn't mean that he's stupid he's with stu- his financial Oh, yes, decisions. it does. That's why he doesn't own none of his music. And he actually sold his rights to his music. Okay, That's but why how he- many are... First of all... First of all... How many artists actually really own the masters to their music? Legend, legendary easy. artists, lots of them. All of the legendary artists, all of them. Like who? All of them. You name a legend, they all own the the rights to their music. That's common for like people who kind of come and go, which is a lot of artists. But I expect for you know, a like legend people who have like longevity. Yes, people who have rights. longevity. I expect you to know better. You've been in the game since. The early 90s, late 80s. I expected better from you, but let me not say I expect anything from R. Kelly. But I'm oh, saying, right. I I mean, I do get what you're saying, but as far as he goes, you a vet in the game. You knew better. But I feel like, yeah, he got he to gotta at least own a house, a condo, something. Something. He, he got to own something. something. So let us know how y'all feel about the R. Kelly situation. That shit was really. Do you feel like you don't mind listening to his music, or do you feel like you just can't listen to his music no more? Let us know how. So you're not gonna never listen to R. Kelly ever again. I feel like if they put him, I'm not gonna lie. Let me be real right now. If they put him in jail, and I know he ain't benefiting from him, I might play a little record. But I'm not gonna lie. (laughs) Technically, we already know he's not benefiting from it because they say he don't own none of his masters, so he's literally not making any money. Yeah, he's not making money. Whenever you listen to any of his music, like by the time he gets that check, it's probably gonna be about three dollars. Honestly, three dollars. Like I'm saying, he has to pay something. Like when whenever we play his songs and it gets a lot of streams, even if your songs get a lot of streams, them checks don't be huge million dollar checks anyway. So it's like, mm. by the time it gets down to him, it ain't Because I'm not going to lie to y'all. Me and Lace watched Trapped in a Closet <laughs> The horror. Like, literally right okay, after. Okay, okay, I'm literally sorry. Literally right after we watched the R. Kelly documentary. Wow. Lace was sis. like, oh my God. I was not. It was not my idea. No. When I tell y'all, wow. I put this shit on my granddaddy grave. It was Lake's idea. Because she said, oh my God, Trapped in the Closet was such a good look. It was. Like, it was so good. And then I was like, I know. It was like six chapters. And she was like, no, it wasn't. It was 22. And I was like, bitch, no, it wasn't. And she was like, I swear to God it was. And I was like, for real? It was 22 chapters. I was like, bitch, we got to watch it. So who said it first? Bitch, we got to watch it. You said it first. Okay, bitch. You just told her. Yeah, this shit was good. And she was singing along for like the first 10 chapters. But then, you know, we didn't know the words. No right. But I was but it was so good. I'm and not I feel lie. so guilty. But I, that's why I had to tell y'all I had to get it off my country. You feel bad? I did. Okay, so this is what I will say. In defense, but we not going to never watch it again. Right. This is what I was saying. In our defense of us. Because we were just learning about everything that went on, first of all. So it's like, when you give up meat, you going to have that one last burger. When you give up hookah. You gonna have that one last pull, bitch. We had to give up our kettle. We had to have that one last hit, my we nigga. We had to have that one last hit, and I'm not gonna lie, trapped in the closet was good as fuck. Dog. That nigga a genius, bro. Oh god, I like, tell you why? Why did he have to do this shit? Why? Now we gotta boycott you, and you got so many bobs. So many. So but we gonna move on. We gonna move I on. We gonna move on. We gonna move on. Topic because. I want to ask Lex about these. Oh, God. 
Do you feel like black men treat other races better than they treat their black queen? I only want to show a pin because I know you've dated a lot of other guys. Right, right. You know, outside of your race. So I, like I have. To, so I would love to know how you feel about that topic because I feel like, you know, you have experience dating so many different races. Yes, Do you feel I like you get treated better by black men? Do you feel like you, you've got treated better by white guys? Like Okay, so... Let me be clear. I be used clear, to be hey, say homie. Be, be clear. clear. <laughs> <laughs> so let me be clear when I say this. Now I only date black men. That's what I wanted to start it off. Now we got this topic because you know <clears throat> sin whatever has said something about black men treat her better. Spanish about, girls better. Street, Treat Spanish girls better and it got everybody in the frenzy. Which is so crazy because I'm not gonna lie to y'all, and no disrespect to any of my black queens, but I would hate to be a black woman who get offended by everything that people say about black women. Okay, right. For, and, right. And then and let me answer so so to answer your question, was I offended by what Sin said? Absolutely not. Because right, you know what? This is what I realized. Baby girls, my queens, I love y'all. Mm. And not for everybody. I'm you talking to the women who are mad. Uh, baby girl, my queens, I love y'all, but maybe you just can't relate. I love y'all for real. I love y'all for real, but honestly, <laughs> black men treat me very well. Yeah. Very Same. well. Um, I, I get wired and nine. The first time I got to fly out and see a beautiful country and have a good time was on a black man's tab. The first time I had my rent paid and I was good and he was making sure everything was straight, that was by a black man, Okay. The first time I had somebody really like say, hey, this is what you need to do with your career. I believe in you. You're good at what you do. You're beautiful. You strong was by a black man. Okay. I've dated Mexican guys. I've dated white guys. Never heard those words. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not pumping y'all up too much. White men do wine and dine you, but the intellectual of a black man is just different. So if you feel, I have never, but I also don't pay attention to how they treat other women because I'm just concerned how you treat me. Do I feel like they treat other races better? Let me tell you why I don't care. Mm -hmm. There's so many men that I see on social media every day being like, Ooh, Latino women. Oh, Latino women. Oh my gosh, I want me a, a white girl. Ooh, ooh, this and that. And it'd be the, I swear to God, I put this on my nephew. The same dudes that tweet like that be in my DMs. I ain't gonna lie, same. Be I'm never worried about what a man Who don't say like his pre- dark skin girls. Yeah, because they love shit. the kid. Yeah. They love the kid. I don't do no tripping. So whatever Sin said, that's probably her. And if you don't want me, then you just not for me. And I'm not trying to be funny, but just like how she was like, oh, they treat us good or whatever, better than Spanish men. Baby, I ain't never had no problem with a man treating me wrong, period. As far as what we consider, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we all have been cheated on, whatever. But I'm talking about the way he treats you like disrespectful and not treating you. I don't really go through that. Honestly, I'm being like, I have never had a dude disrespect me. You know what I'm saying? Just be like total flat out. Just treat me like a fucking trash. No, I can't relate. So that's how I feel. Do I feel like black men treat other races better? No, but I also, I don't surround myself with black men or black people, period, who put other races on the pedestal. I don't fuck with people like that because I think my race is superior because that's how you're supposed to feel about yourself. So that's how I feel. I don't like to think that our race is superior. I don't like, I don't like to think where anyone is more superior than anyone else. Cause that's not nice. 
However, <laughs> you know, I wasn't offended by what CN said because the wine. Sorry. What wine? It's empty. Oops. Keep going. <laughs> but yeah, like, I, I wasn't offended by what she said because I just feel like that's her personal opinion. You know what I mean? That's how she feels. And I mean, then after that, after people started making such a big deal about it, she went on a whole long ass rant on Instagram. <laughs> that paragraph was so goddamn long. Did you read it? I didn't read the whole thing. I'm not going to lie. I okay. didn't have it in me. I read a, I skimmed through it. And I mean, basically, you know, she was just apologizing as she should have because there was some bird shit that she said. It was some birdie shit. It didn't offend me, but it was some it bird shit. It didn't offend shit. me neither, but it was some bird shit and she sounded crazy and I'm glad that she apologized and acknowledged the fact that she is Afro-Latina, which I feel like a lot of the time, a lot of Latino girls tend to forget that you are also a nigga. A nigga. <laughs> You just speak Spanish. See Fact. how I lie in But you still Fact. a Negro. Right, right, at right. At the end of the day. So, yeah, I mean, I wasn't offended by that, though, because I do feel like, you know, I've never had any issues with... Well, I, I ain't gonna sit here and lie like legs. No, I I'm not lying. niggas be disrespectful, because black men be disrespectful as fuck sometimes. However, however, you know what I mean? I've had really good experiences with... African American males, like they have definitely treated me well right. in, some, in certain relationships that I've been in. So it's like I really can't complain. Um, I just feel like sometimes maybe it's the type of woman that you are, which is getting Thanks. into a whole nother topic. topic. We'll touch on which that. We'll touch on this <laughs> later. But I feel like that's getting into a whole nother a whole nother topic. But sometimes maybe it's the type of woman that you are is what determines how Right, a man and I would say this, not necessarily just a black man, but a man, man in period. general. And I would say this: the reason I was saying I get treated so much better because y'all gotta realize I went to an all white school they growing realize. up because I received a lot of racism and ugly things from white men. Y'all thinking that all your problems gonna be solved because you date outside your race, baby? It's an ugly side over there, and I'm good, and I'll never go back. That's why I put them on a pedestal so high because I didn't know. Growing up, I was only around this, and that's all I knew. So when I grew up and I started dating black men, and I realized I that's and I'm not blaming it on other people, but my confidence when I, not only when I got around black men, but when I got around black women, I actually felt beautiful. I felt appreciated. I felt understood. So it's a whole nother level of oh, you get me and you see me that a lot of people don't understand because y'all grew up around people that saw you and got you and understood you. I didn't get to grow yeah, up around I that. grew up that way. Like, y'all always been my people. Yeah, I mean. Y'all always been my people. I mean, and I never looked at white people. I don't know. Like, if anything, in, like, where I'm from and, like, me and my friends, we used to look at white folks like, ew. Like, <laughs> we, Are you talking about me? But I'm be. What do you mean I talk about you? Because you said me? I said we were superior, and you're like that's mean, bitch. That's mean. No, but I mean maybe it was, <laughs> but it was like when you from the hood, that's how you look at white people. I'm not trying to be funny, but for real, for a long time until I went to high school and I started being around them more, mm -hmm. then I start and I started being more submerged into their culture and being exposed to things that they were exposed to. You was like, oh, no. I started to be like, okay, well maybe they not that bad, but growing up. I used to be like, no, I would never date a white dude. The peasantry. And then, even when I, no, the peasantry was when I dated a white dude. <gasps> the peasant jumped out. And oh. I would never do that shit again. Oh, damn. 
stuff. Because it was a horrible experience, and that's why I stick to my black kings. Amen. And my Afro-Latino brothers. So, we'll say that me and Dre vote yes on black kings. No offense to anybody who are who is yeah, not black. Yeah, nothing is wrong with dating outside I just like, race. I just like black men. And so. maybe, and I, but I will say this. I be talking about I want to date no white dude, but y'all, if I meet me a fine-ass Italian... Just let me, y'all just retract this statement. Okay, and I'm not gonna lie, yeah, I can agree with that. I think you just gotta have a certain swag, but yeah. the swag is you trying to, you got swag like a nigga. Let's keep it 100. No, he yes. don't have to have no. Yes, if that's you. That's not true. He don't have to have swag like a nigga. I just got a vibe with him and he treat me right, but I don't want to date like a typical American Caucasian man, if that makes sense. No, that does make sense. You I'll know? So. Okay, so let us know what y'all think. Like, black men, do you feel like y'all treat other races better or lighter skinned women better or whatever? Or, and ladies, do y'all feel like black men treat other women better? Now, just because we've said our opinion, don't think that you have to be like, oh, well, they treat me good because I'm a queen. No, be honest. Like, we want to know y'all's honest opinion. bitch, they done did some fucked up shit No, they done. And, but, and this is what and they I'm have done. Friend. They've done fucked up shit to me, but I'll say all men. Me dating all, they, men, all men have done fucked up shit to me. But I feel like the, bla- the things that black men have done versus the things that white men have done and, like, other races, I feel like I'd rather... It's easier to forgive the things that black she guys lying. have done. She just want to forgive not, the things that black men have done because they got some bitter deep. No. Well, mm. No, I just can't. But I just feel like, I don't, like I said, I don't have to deal with racism when I'm dealing with my own man. And like I said, I can't forgive no, no, like. Because we know black dudes, they be working with that. I mean, but I feel like that's a myth too. Ooh. White peen ain't that bad. Is it not? It that bad. What is that bad? It's not like people be making one to ten. What would you rate? I would probably give it like a um like a six. And what would you give black P? A thirty. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. My point proven. Okay, so anyways, <laughs> let's speaking of dick and fucking Ooh. and sucking and licking and sticking, we gonna get to the bed. The bed. Hey, oh my God. the bed. Now Oh, let me do a beat. Hold on, do it again. <laughs> The bed, the bed, the bed, hey. She a little offbeat, but it's okay. It's okay. It's First okay. of all, you was First offbeat of all, with bitch, the you vocals. Got, I'm never offbeat with you the vocals. You was offbeat with the vocals. Okay, so we gonna get into it. So I got this question. Um, I get this question all the time. Honestly, people ask me this all the time, and I've I've always been a Why girl you these? because I've always been a girl, and I let it be known. I usually don't date guys in my same city that are in the same city as oh, me. Oh, so you like to get flued out? I like to get flued out, flued out, do up, baby, flued out, do up. So my girl, thing. Is, <laughs> so somebody asked if a man flies you out, do you feel like you have to fuck? Are you asking me? Do you want me to go first? Well, I would love to. Because actually, absolutely not. Right. And I knew. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. What you have to say? Because I disagree. So go ahead. Cool. The peasant jumped out again. Okay, go ahead. So yes, no, I do not feel like if a nigga fly you out, you have to fuck. Period. Like for a flight. Not that you you have to. You. Okay, but you—that was the question, though. No, true. Okay, I guess so my point because my point of view is. But you didn't let me finish. But go ahead. Um, I'm not flying out if I don't want to fuck you. 
Well, that's you. Because I'm going to fly out and see if I can get some shoes or something. No, I'm cool. I'm you know. Out. That's cool. I can buy my own shoes. We can, I'm, I'm not... I don't want to go on I no trip. I can buy my own shoes, too. But it's like, hmm... If you want to fly me out, why not hang out and see? Like, we can go to dinner, have fun. I mean, that's cool if we, like, going to, like, you know, I'll do, like, a... Like, if, I agree with you on that. Because, uh, let and me I, take that and, back. And, and, if and we also, going to, like... also, let me say this. Me at 27, no. Absolutely not. But when I was, like, 21, 22, any, any of the young girls who listening to this show, if a nigga want to fly you out to his city, go and see what the fuck that nigga going to do, and you don't have to fuck that nigga. No, I'm not that saying that. I'm not trying to say... I'm not trying to... You know, leave an impression on nobody or tell y'all what to do. But when I was younger, I used to fly out when niggas used to want to want me to come see them and shit. And I would fly out and I did, never would. Right. Now, I'm not saying that. Let me say that. Never. You don't have to fuck. But I'm just saying from my point of view, I when I go on vacations, I'm turning up. I'm getting fucked up and I'm going to want to fuck. Well, Period. Wait, wait, wait. So let me finish. Let me, me finish. Hardly a vacation. So let me. So let me finish what I'm saying. So if I'm flying out somewhere, I'm trying to turn up and I'm and I'm gonna want to have sex. So I know how I am. I know how I am. When I get drunk, it's going down, bitch. It's going motherfucking down. So I'm not. I have turned. I'm not lying to y'all. I swear to God. I put this on Jackson. I've turned down so many fly out offers because i knew i wasn't gonna fuck and i knew that's what you was gonna be expecting so i know how to say no mm-hmm. but it's just like so why not go because why i'm not about to be around you drinking and eating when i know i don't want to fuck you and i'm probably gonna wake up and be like why did i do that because that's i'm not gonna lie i'm keeping a hundred but why would you wake up and be like why did i do that if you didn't fuck because I know I'm gonna get drunk and fuck the fuck. Oh, you just dumb. <laughs> exactly. I can control myself. I can. So I, I be big horny. No, absolutely <laughs> not. I could be out with a nigga. He could do a lot. Like he could go. But it ain't about what you doing. It ain't about what you doing. And I still like I want to fuck. If I don't want to fuck. Right. But I'm saying, like at the end of the day, if a nigga wants you to fly out, why not go and have fun? Especially if you young, live your best life. And right. At the end of the day, you should never feel obligated because, like I said, I hardly feel like a nigga flying you anywhere in the U.S. is a vacation. He's right. Doing you now, I will favorite. say, first of all, domestic anyway, if you are any, not First of all, now I will, I will say, Anywhere that you're not at home, it doesn't matter where you go. If you're not at home and you turn up and having fun, bitch, it's a vacation. No, it ain't. As long as you're not at work, bitch, it's a... I don't care if I drive to fucking Miami right now, bitch. It's a fucking vacation because I'm not at work. I'm getting turned up and I'm having a good time. That's a vacation. And, but on top of that, That's I will... I will little mini trip. I will agree with Drea not as far... Not a vacation. I, I will agree with Drea as far as... um. You don't have to do it. I'm not saying that if a nigga fly you out, you got to fuck. That's not what I'm saying. I just said, personally, I'm not flying out because, baby, on vacations, like I said. I'm going to keep this pussy on clean, clean. Right. Period. Now, now, don't get me wrong. Unless I want to fuck you. Now, don't get me wrong. If you fly me out and I'm feeling you and I'm feeling the vibe. Right. it's going down. down, period. <laughs> I'm not going to never front. But at the end of the day, if a nigga fly me out and I'm not feeling you, just because you flew me out does Doesn't not mean, mean that I'm going to fuck you or I feel obligated to fuck you just because you booked a little $400 flight. Now, I'm not going to lie. I will agree with her on that. I have been flewed out before. And I thought that I was like liking him. But when I got there, the vibe was just big, not good. It was big, not good. And I didn't end up fucking because I didn't want to. 
But right, only fuck if you want to. Right, a, yeah. At the end of the day, moral of the story: If you don't want to fuck, don't fuck. If right, you want to fuck, fuck. But me, but me personally, I ain't gonna lie. Times I done been flued out. Out of all the times I done flued out, I probably fucked like we keep saying flued thirty percent. Out of but, right, but that's, I mean, but that's because, but that's because, I'm out of seventy, out of a hundred, out of, a, but that's what I'm not, but because that's because you accept most flyouts. That's true. No, absolutely not. I mean, but you go, but you no, but you'll go because you feel like, oh, I can have a good time. He gonna buy me something, but only with certain niggas. I don't accept most flyouts because I have a lot of niggas in my DMs right now wanting to fly me out to a lot of places, right, of the country and everything, right, and I have not accepted because I know that. I don't want to go. If I like you and you invite me to go somewhere, I'm going to go. Right. But just because I like you doesn't mean I'm going to feel obligated to fuck you either. Right. It depends on once I get there, how I'm feeling the vibe and how our chemistry is and if we having fun and if shit just flows and we end up fucking and we end up fucking. Right. But I'm not never about to fly out to no nigga that I don't like in the first place. Right. So you was wrong. No, I'm not. I, w- I was just assuming. I, that's why I was asking. But see, me, like, out of my fly, I was like, I got invited to Greece. Like, I've been invited to Greece. I feel like that's where a lot of niggas just be wanting to follow you out. And that's, like, my favorite place. One nigga totally lied. He ain't even having to fly me out. But, like, the other two niggas. I know. Um, because he ain't go. That's how I know. You, he was just lying. But the other two niggas, they, would, they definitely went. But I was just like... It would could have been a cool opportunity and it would have been amazing and it would have been cool. But I'm just like, Greece is something on my list that if I can't experience that with like you or my family or my friends or a nigga that I'm fucking, I'm cool. Like I know eventually I'm going to get there. So I'm not tripping on it. I guess that's how I look at things. Mm-hmm. So ladies, let us know. Do y'all feel like y'all have to fuck when y'all get flown out? Fellas, do you feel Flood like... Flewed out. Oh, fuck. Flewed out. Or fellas, do you feel like when you fly a lady out, she should give up that pussy? Okay. You know these niggas gonna say yeah. Cause you know niggas don't like to spend a dollar on a bitch unless they feel like they gonna get some pussy. Okay, so let's 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 take it a little further. Now you done got flued out, flued out, and um, say you wanna get down, you wanna get nasty, you wanna, you know what I'm saying? You wanna fuck. How do you feel about getting in the bed and having dirty talk? Like I'm not. Oh, I love dirty. Talk. Wow, I didn't even get to go ahead. Let me know how you really feel, guys. Damn. I know. I love you. Okay, so this. Like, what is sex if you're not talking dirty? Now, now, what? Okay, so tell me what is your example of some dirty talk? No, give me your example first, bitch. Don't be trying to put me on the spot. I mean, I say it. I don't mind. Go like, ahead. Like you know, uh, when you I do it in your sex. Voice oh, too. I'm not doing it in my sex <laughs> voice. That's reserved. <laughs> <laughs> that's reserved y'all don't y'all we ain't getting paid for this podcast that goddamn much okay so uh when i have sex i like to you know you, you feel this pussy is it wet enough do you Why like you it because i'm not mm-hmm. damn that dick feel good oh you fuck me. so strong because nigga i gotta let y'all know y'all ain't about to fuck me no, I'm just playing, but I, I don't want to do it in my sexy voice. But it it sounds very sexy when I say it. But I'll be like, you know, damn, this pussy feel damn, does this pussy feel good? Oh, I'm fucking you. How you like it? You know, this dick is you know how that dick feel. Ooh, put it in my throat, you know, nut on my face. I love it. I do I like I love sexy talk. Well now what is what is your favorite line? <sighs> Man. 
I just had a flash. I'm dead. <laughs> I'm the Now I will say this. Sometimes uh, my favorite line. I don't necessarily think that I have a favorite line. I just say, you know, I say a lot of a lot of different things like smack this ass. Yeah, I do say smack the ass. That's a good one. You know, I do like to ask. I'll be like, come in this pussy. I, I'll see. I don't say that because. Y'all might slip up and actually do it. When I say coming to pussy, but, I don't I mean, mean it. In my defense, I was only fucking like one nigga for like yeah. the whole year. Yeah, so. I don't. I don't ever say coming this pussy because the nigga will come in that pussy. Yeah, I mean, but <laughs> if you fucking, but if that's the only nigga that you fucking with, right? Like, you know, it's not. So, but I will say this. Um, I do feel like sometimes you can take it too <laughs> far with the. Daddy. You can take it too far with the dirty talk. You can. How can you take it too far? I told y'all. I told y'all the story 80 times. Oh, well, I mean, that wasn't dirty talk. <laughs> that was nasty talk. I don't know what that, that was. That was filthy talk. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all remember on a scary movie when she was, he was like talking nasty. She was like, yeah, Ray, I'm going to fuck the shit out of you, Ray. Ooh, Ray, you like that, Ray? I'm a nut on you, Ray. I'm going to shit on these walls, Ray. I'm going to piss in your mouth, Ray. That's, I had that experience. Because it was no, like, yes, I did. He was like, ooh, baby, yeah. Ooh, that shit feel good. Ooh, yeah, baby, that ass so fat. Ooh, bring that ass here. Ooh, yeah, baby. Ooh, fart in my face. I was like, ah! Yeah, you weren't ready for that. You should have seen her face, y'all. Because I was ready because I done heard the story before. So I knew what but was But I'm coming. saying dirty talk can get taken too fucking far. Yeah, but it's like you gotta have I mean but I feel like if when you having sex with somebody and I always say this, what is really too far? Like to me in sex when you So you if a nigga told you to fart in his face, you gonna fart in his face? I might. But I'm not gonna fuck with him no more after this because I'm not gonna respect him. <laughs> oh, but gosh. what is too far when it comes to the bedroom? Like I hate when people say, "Oh, you." I feel like too bod- far. bodily fluids as far as shit and piss is too far. Shit okay. and piss is too far. I agree, but I won't lie. I would give a nigga a golden shower if he asked me. To would you me. get one? I would receive one. Mm. And actually, I'm not gonna lie. N- n- never mind. Go I would probably receive one, but I don't want you to pee in my mouth though. That's no, too far. I feel. I, I mean, I've done that in the but shower you before. Pee on me. Yeah, I've done that in the shower before. Yeah, you can pee on me long as your pee ain't like golden. Well, that's not that a golden you don't shower. Drink no water. That's not a golden. That shower. means you don't drink enough water. You, I don't want that acid fluid. on You gotta me. get somebody to drink straight hen dog. Hell no! I don't. I <laughs> don't want no pee on me from no nigga that only drink henny. I think I told y'all this story before. I had used to be cool with this nigga who only he would only drink Patron. He Ew, never drank no you water. Told me that he never drank water. Disgusting. Ever. Okay, so let me know how y'all feel about dirty talk. Are you one person that just likes to moan in bed, or do you like to actually talk to your partner now i will say for dirty talk if i'm talking to you you better talk back to me what are you gonna do if they don't i'm just gonna stop talking i'm gonna be moaning then when i wake up in the morning i'm like damn that was some boring sex we we better hold full conversations about this this penis and this vagina meeting each other we gonna talk about it Y'all gonna talk about it the whole time? The whole time. See, I don't know if I'm for dirty talk the whole time. Like, cause if I session for like 15 minutes, 20 minutes, to me, that's a long time to be like talking. Oh, I'm, cause we, I'm always find something to say. So when I say something, you better say something back. 
Duffer? No, absolutely yeah. not. Like, that's too long. Like, I, I feel like in certain But you parts, said you can't take it too far in sex. There ain't I'm no not, boundaries. But I'm not saying that that's taking it too far. I'm speaking for my personal opinion. Right. Like, to me, the whole time I'm fucking somebody, dirty talk the whole time, that's too much. I, can't, I don't think I can come off that much shit off the dome. Not you. for 20 minutes. But, you know what I mean? I'm going to still turn you on, though, because I'm very it's, sexual and seductive. Right, day. right. I got this shit on live. Yeah, so I feel like dirty talk, I need it. Got to have it. Can't live without it. If you don't talk back, I'm going to be like, cool, but I'm probably not going to fuck with you. But I don't, mm. But then the other, but then the nigga who told you to fart in his face, you didn't fuck with him no more. Yeah, because it was the action. It not the words, whatever. Like I, he was you before we was fucking before that, and he I would know. always talk to me, and it was good. He had great dick, but it was the action. I'm not farting. Do you, have you seen this ass? It's huge. Imagine what these farts smell like. It ain't nothing pretty, bitch. It ain't nothing motherfucking pretty. It ain't nothing nice. It ain't nothing nice. I got this huge ass. You don't want, and it would have sounded bad too. No, not you would have pulled your cheeks apart. Oh, just be like. No, ma'am. <laughs> oh, God, y'all. Anyways, let us know. Oh, Lord, I'm giving the queen's ideas. Let us know how y'all <laughs> feel about the dirty talk. Is it necessary or could you pass it up? Okay, so now we're going to get to the bop. <laughs> the bop. Hey, the bop. Mm, the the bop. bop. Oh, okay. So um, my bop of the week is actually a motherfucking throwback mm. because we have been waiting for this. For so long. We have. They finally put the first Savage album by Webby on motherfucking streaming services. I Bro. Did. They, y'all, that this was a fucking classic for the South, okay? It was. Bruh. Hit after hit. And she been after singing hit. this motherfucking song. I mean, she Now been... you can never catch me leaning to the side, red eyes in my ride with my music up high, bad bitch up on my side. Shout out to Webby. I don't even have a bop. It's the whole album. The Savage Life first album, y'all. It's on Apple. Savage Life. Bruh. Webby. Now Lil you Webby. might catch me with my cutie riding, bumping that beauty. One hand on the wheel, the other hand, hand on, on the coaching. Yo. Period. Period. So, uh. Nah, that was. I tell a lot of that shit, yo. I'm, I'm telling that was a fucking bop. So shout out to I Webby. would have to agree because I'm not gonna lie. I'm trying to think. Do I have a bop? Do I have a bop of the week this week? Full of mm-hmm. hydro. You can smell it on my clothes. Yeah, wait, I don't wait, think wait. I have a bop, but honestly, a fucking bop was a bop. Classic. Trapped in the closet was a bop. Jaraya. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, <laughs> I pull out my Beretta. 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 Okay, no, y'all, for real. We done before y'all mute us. They're going to be like, mute one now Wednesday. Right, I am dead. Right along with R. Kelly. No, we just playing, kind of, because, no, Trapped in the Closet really was a bop. But that's not my bop right. of the week. I'm going to have to agree with her on Savage. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, of course, we got the item of the week. Shout European out to Wax European Wax Center, y'all. Yeah, I'll already know what the uh, fuck going uh, on. So, let me tell y'all a story. So, I hadn't got wax since October. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of stuff going on. I just didn't have time to get wax. So, I went back and I got waxed for the first time in, like, two months. And when I tell y'all, it was such a pleasant experience. I'm not lying. Devonna takes so 
Such good care of me every time, bro. It's really, really crazy. Hey, so shout out to Devana from European Wax Center. Shout out to Tamika. And oh, let me tell y'all also, on top of that, I got this bomb ass brow pencil. When I tell y'all this brow pencil goes on like butter, it and y'all know it's how so we smooth. are. Just because like, you know, we're sponsored by them. This, this is not about that. This is me being honest. Now, I'll sponsor the waxes all day, but the pencil is fucking fire. Flames. Oh, yeah. You know I've been using that pencil for, what, like two months? Ago? It literally glides on so smooth. I don't care what kind of brows you got, what you're trying to fill in. You can use it as an eyeliner, anything. It yeah. goes on so it's amazing. So That's the only thing I use on my brows now. Facts. So, um, shout out to Tamika. Make sure y'all go to the Edgewood location, Howell Mill, Mill location. Mention Wine Down Wednesday. Dre and Nicole or Lex P and you'll get a discount. Go get that pussy wax, girl. Amen. Your niggas don't appreciate it. Amen. Um, so once again, this has been another episode of Wine Down Wednesday, aka Wine Down Thursday. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, oh, Tuesday, hell. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Never uh, it's your girl. It's, it's your girl Lex. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's your girl Lex P. She wanna sing the song. Sing girl. the song in the It's your girl Lex P. And we'll see y'all next week. Bye y'all. <laughs>